Hi, everyone. My name is Carmela G, and I am gratefully recovered for today um, from compulsive overeating. And that means that I am a free woman today. I'm from New York, as you probably can tell by my New York accent. And I recently celebrated my 10th anniversary of abstinence. And I call it my anniversary, but I, this is a gift that was given to me by a power greater than myself that I call God. Um, I am 77 years old, and for over six decades, I tried to lose weight. I was morbidly obese. I, as a child, I had two other siblings, and um, we were all a little on the chubby side. And when my mom took us to the nutritionist and, and the physician, the physician said, your boys, they're going to lose their weight. They're not going to be a problem. But this little one, she's going to keep that weight. She is going to eat and eat. And I looked at him as a young child, and I thought, how does he know what I'm going to do? And to, the, to this day, I do not understand why the doctor would have said that. But my brothers did outgrow their weight. They, they, they stopped. They never were addicted to food. But I was a true addict. And I was recently having dinner with two of two of my uh, great nephews. One is 15 years old and the other one is 17. And they were having dessert. And they offered me a piece of dessert. And I said, no, thank you. I don't eat that. And the 17-year-old, very judgmentally, you know, he was getting a little bit uh, judgmental in his tone of voice, said to me, you mean to tell me that if you have it just tonight, have one little piece of this, you're going to go back to the way you were. You see, he was three years old when I came into program. So he knew what I looked like at 315 pounds. And I said, yes. I said, and the reason I know that is because I am an addict. And the 15-year-old looked at me. He said, I learned about addiction at school. They talked about drug addiction. I said, yes. I said, there's all different types of addicts. I happen to be a food addict. I said, and you know what that means? It means that we must 
have our substance. And one little taste, we have to finish the whole thing. And we, as addicts, are not free. We are owned by the substance. I said, and I finally, at the age of 67, realized that I could not control this. All those years before, I would say, oh, yes, I can lose this weight. Oh, yes. And if I want to, I can do it. But it took a brave young woman to come over to me at a family gathering. And I think it's really, really God speaking to me. I have not seen this woman in many years. She relocated to um, Florida. But right before I got on the line, she happened to text me. And I have not heard from her in a very long time. So I think that it's really amazing that she would text just before I dialed in. And I'm speaking of her very fondly now because she had the courage and it took courage to come over to me at a family party and say, Carmela, you are a compulsive overeater. And the reason I say it took courage is because in disease, as the big book calls it, I was a real Jekyll and Hyde. So if you did what I wanted you to do, I was sweet and kind. But if you did, went against what I, the boss of all bosses, wanted, I was vengeful. I showed my wrath. So I invited her over. I told her to have a seat. She said, can I talk to you? I said, of course, have a seat. And I said, let me call the waiter over and get you some dessert. And she said, no, not for today. And I said, oh, you're one of those crazies that belong to that group. And she said, that's why I came over to talk to you. She said, you are a compulsive overeater. Well, my personality changed. I put both hands on, my, on the table. I jumped up and I said to her, I am not. I can stop when I want. I can lose this weight if I choose to. But the reality was, I didn't frighten her. She continued speaking. 
And I believe that she was being inspired by her higher power. And she continued and she said to me, I don't know, maybe you think you can, but you see, there is this book called The Big Book, and there is this doctor's opinion, and the doctor says that we have an allergy of the body and an obsession of the mind. Well, with those words, I simmered right down because that made sense. It made sense to me to think allergy obsession. Once we introduce something into our body that we are allergic to, we have a reaction. And my reaction to certain foods was I couldn't get enough. I had to have more and more and more. And even though when I would come home and be shoving, and I tell you, I mean shoving the food in my mouth. I couldn't get it in fast enough. And I would be talking to myself saying, Carmela, This is going to make your body hurt so badly. Your legs are going to be so swollen. They're going to ache. Your whole body's going to ache. And I would respond to myself and say, I don't care. I need it. I have to have it. And that, my brothers and sisters, is a real addict. And for me to tell my two adolescent great-nephews that their great-aunt was an addict, it was an eye-opener for them because they thought addicts were only drug addicts and they would, or alcoholics, and they would fall down on the street. And you see, that's why in our disease, in society, it's a little bit more accepted. Oh, look at her. Poor thing. She's fat. But she works hard. She tries. And people aren't as kind to alcohol-addicted people or drug-addicted people. But food, they pity us a little bit. Poor thing. But we are all the same. When we are owned by a substance and we are not free, we lose all sense of love for ourselves. And I realized when I came into program that the one thing in life that most everybody searches for is true love. And I spent a good deal of my life looking for love, 
And I was picking really sick men who were also addicts to try to find that love. And it took this program to make me realize that I am so loved. And it's a perfect love. And that love comes from my higher power that I call God. And it took this program to make me realize that I was replacing that higher power with food. Food was becoming my higher power. So when I entered program, many people said we needed to make amends to ourselves. And I said, I'm sorry, but I disagree. I feel I have to make an amends to myself because God gave me free will and I took that free will And I used it. I used it and I shoved the food in. So my amends, my first amends had to be to my higher power. And I made my amends to God because no matter what, food was coming first. And the reality is, today in program, God, who loves me perfectly, comes first. And it took, and I'm a woman of faith, and I thought I was practicing my faith. But the reality was, it was all a facade. That, that fakeness that the disease does to us, that mask that we think we're going to do things so that we're accepted and approved by other human beings. Gentle reminder, five minutes remaining. Thank you so much, Sue. And the reality is today, I know who loves me perfectly. And I don't want to offend my higher power anymore. So I maintain one thing about food. Food has one purpose. It is not my entertainment. It is not my God. It is not my lover. And it is not my friend. The only purpose for food is to nourish my body. And to nourish my body, I don't need to overeat. I need to eat healthy food, and I need to eat it mindfully. I need to stay focused. And the only way I can do that is to surrender to a power greater than myself, 
who loves me perfectly. And I ask him every day for the help to do his will and to keep me abstinent so that I can have another day of freedom. And with that, I pass. Thank you so much, all.